in the suburbs of Gotham City is the home of Bruce Wayne. Only the faithful Alfred knows what lies beneath the house. Those relentless crusaders for law and order, Batman and Robin. Welcome to the latest installment of the Dork Knights, the podcast that the internet deserves, but not the one it needs, or asked for, or wanted, but it's getting anyway. I'm your host, as usual, MB, and joining me, my Emerald Archer, my Man of Steel, my Princess of Themyscira himself, uh, the Birded Man. Um, was all that supposed to be code for something? Only if you read into it. Okay. Good to know. So, yesterday we were going to record an episode. Yes, we were. I, or, correction, I was going to record an episode. Yeah, you were already, And you were, I mean, you had everything lined up, and I... Yeah. Well, I decided to cancel on you. Yeah. It was it was heartbreaking. I was I was left standing out in the rain <laughs> in, like, a trench coat while you, while you drove off. I chased after the car. And you clung built the car. You you were sobbing and, yeah. and screaming. Don't leave me! Don't leave me! And then as I watched the headlights slow, I mean not the headlights, the taillights slowly fade away. I fell to my knees and cried. <laughs> you and son then, of a bitch! And then you swore with all of the vengeance in your heart that you would get back in me. Yes, there will be one day. One day, you know, my vengeance is not swift, but it is merciless. <laughs> so it's slow and merciless. Yes. Okay. Very much like me. Yeah. Well, yesterday I just I just wasn't having a great day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. To be honest, like I woke up kind of angry. I <laughs> have you ever had those days? Like, uh, not. That's kind of weird. Like I've had days where I've like I've not felt good, like sad or kind of depressed. But I've never really had like an angry day. I've never you know I never woke up. All right, motherfuckers, let's do this fucking shit. Is that what I, you did? I mean, that's <laughs> that's pretty surprising because I mean, you are the epitome yeah. of hatred. Exactly. I mean, I, I keep my hatred though. I, I keep it uh, well balanced though. Yeah. I don't. I don't lose control of my anger like you. You're the Jedi Knight of hatred, and I'm. I'm more like the. You just. Bitch, I'm, I'm the whiny emo of hatred. Yeah. You ruined the fucking trilogy, the original. Well, you ruined the whole saga. Damn it. <laughs> With your shitty acting. And CGI, uh, everything. Yeah. You were the Jar Jar Binks of uh, my world. Yeah. Misa ruined <laughs> your uh, experience. Fuck you. But yeah, we were going to record. We didn't. But now we are. We're back. Everything's good. Yes, it only was 24-hour uh, wait for me, so. Well, 24 hours is too long in your world. 24 minutes is too long in my world. Twenty-four seconds is too long in your world. Damn right. All right, let's. All right, let's stop it. Let's record another one. <laughs> Twenty-four milliseconds. Yeah, we'll have we'll have three thousand shows only totaling up for about an hour. <laughs> Since we're recording today, yes. You you actually brought to my attention something yesterday that you had decided to resurrect one of our classic. I would say classic at this point. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're only eight episodes in, but we're we're already classic. I mean, yeah, I mean we're we're just that good. But you decided that you would bring back one of our old bits from yeah. four episodes ago. Yeah, four four episodes ago. Yeah, uh, let, let's let's look back finally at four episodes ago. 
And the bit that we're bringing back is another another fight in history. We need to come yes. up with a name for this segment. I was thinking like historical fist fights or historical street fights or uh, I don't know. Uh, historical Fight Club. I like it. Historical Fight, historical Club. fight Club. Part 2. Now, for those of you not in the know, which is probably everybody, uh, Part 1 involved us debating who would win in a fight of Hitler versus Stalin, two of the worst people of the 20th century. And Stalin ended up winning that one. Yeah, Stalin ended up winning that just by, uh, just by hair. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that Hitler lost by a shaky hand. Yeah, <laughs> a shaky hand and a fucked up haircut. <laughs> but his mustache nearly beat Stalin. Yeah, which is kind of surprising considering, you know, Stalin's like... I imagine if Wilfred Brimley were a dictator, yeah, it would be Stalin. Yeah, so he has diabetes. Yeah, that's what happened. All those people he sent out to Siberia um, were the people who didn't have diabetes. <laughs> uh, here we are making light of diabetes. Yeah, well, I probably have it, so I can I can make fun of it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I had it either. But so yet yeah, here we are again, yes. another historical fist fight. Historical fist fight. Yeah, the second fight of the historical fight club. Now, one would think that you would choose, you know, two people that are equally as bad as Hitler and Stalin. But the thing is, we sort of ran out of people that are as bad as Hitler yeah, and Stalin. Yeah, I mean, the only two people I can think of. Off the top of my head, who are worse than Hitler or Stalin would be uh, a fight between Michael Bay and uh, Joel Schumacher. And nobody wants to see that. Probably I feel as the spectator. Yeah, explosions and nipples. and It ends with Joel Schumacher teabagging Michael Bay. I could see it. Meanwhile, Michael Bay is just reading the dollar signs of how much uh, box office intake he'll make. Yeah, and then he, he bites down on Schumacher's sack and... Schumacher explodes and they bust a nut to the explosion. <laughs> all, all the while, Rob Liefeld draws it horribly. It's a really disturbing sight. Yeah. But this time, you decided to go with a little bit of a different matchup. Yeah, I wanted to do two Americans. Because, you know, we are Americans. So fuck you, the rest of the world. <laughs> um, America. Fuck, fuck yeah. Yeah. So I went with like two of the more, I would say outlandish, or like uh, two two of America's presidents who were known for, they did a lot of stuff, but like some of their antics are known more than maybe their presidency. And so I picked Andrew Jackson, the seventh president of the United States, and if you know through some way through maybe some sort of time machine cloning or what have you, uh, he comes in the prime of his life and fights. Teddy Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States, and probably the only guy who has a mustache just as cool as Stalin's. And so, you know, those be <clears throat> the two. Um, I, like, versus, I like where your head is at for this. It's like you you decide to go crazy versus crazy. Yes, yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. I, we went with dickhole versus dickhole last time. Now we're going crazy versus crazy. Who knows what we're going to come up with next? I'll figure it out. Don't worry. You always do. Oh, thank you. So, um, before we started the show, I come up with kind of like if you've ever watched boxing, they do like a tale of the tape, and you have like some of the stats and stuff about the people in the fight. Well, that's good, because I know virtually nothing about Andrew Jackson. 
And I think I got lucky last time because uh, you didn't really you knew a little bit about Hitler and Stalin, but a little bit, but not that much. I I am not the history buff that you are. You should be though, but that's that's another discussion for another day. I think. Well, I think this podcast is helping me become more of a. It's sort of like my second education. That's right. I'm taking you to school, son. <laughs> Professor, you gonna get you gonna get your bird ed. <laughs> And then I'll have uh, the clap. Yes, that comes standard with every diploma. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so, so let's run down the stats, shall we? All right, first we'll go. We'll, we'll compare physical stats. All right, Andrew Jackson, seventh president of the United States. Height, he was six foot one, and weight. They're not sure on his weight, but it's believed that at his heaviest, he weighed no more than like 145 pounds. Huh. So this dude is six foot one, like 145 pounds, and that's kind of that's kind of on the thin side, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's a little bit lanky, a little gangly. Um, in contrast with Roosevelt, Roosevelt, now Roosevelt was like a he's an imposing presence. Like if you yeah. ever see a picture of him, yeah, he was somebody that you really didn't want to necessarily maybe fuck with, and I'll kind of get to that later. As maybe as imposing he was, Jackson was even more so. Anyway, uh, Roosevelt, stats-wise, he was five foot ten, and weighed around two hundred pounds. So he was maybe a little, little heavy, maybe like a few pounds overweight. But you know, obviously, who's going to tell him to lose weight? I mean, he's he's Teddy fucking Roosevelt. Exactly. I wouldn't for one. Um, <clears throat> now, I'll go with Roosevelt first because he's got he seemed like he had a little more accolades because Jackson. He was a military hero, first off, and so was Roosevelt, so we'll get down to that. Let's see, uh, Roosevelt, fresh out of college, he became a uh, member of the New York State Assembly. That's sort of like uh, New York's version of the House of Representatives, their state level. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> he was the youngest person to ever do that. And so he was there for a couple of years, and then his, uh, his wife and his mother died on the same day. So, you know, that's got to be kind of hard. Yeah. Um, and they died on the same day, so he sort of had a wake-up call. And he decided that he would leave politics. And he left politics, and he went out to the Dakota, Dakota Badlands. And he became a uh, cowboy and a sheriff. And so he hunted you know, he hunted outlaws while he roped and you know, herded cattle. That's, that sounds like the biography of the most awesome man that has ever lived. It gets awesomer. It gets awesomer. Um, while he was actually in the Dakotas, he met Seth Bullock, who was sheriff of Deadwood. Uh, people who've seen Deadwood know him. Uh, the TV show Deadwood, uh, Timothy Oliphant played him. Um, they later became, you know, they made, they were friends while they were, you know, both in the Dakotas together. And him and Bullock were, you know, they remained friends until uh, Teddy died, or I think Bullock maybe died first. I can't remember, but they they stayed friends for the rest of their lives. All right, so you got that with Roosevelt. Went to become a cowboy. He said, "He said, F politics. I want to ride horses and shoot bad guys. Which, I mean, I think we all can respect. I mean, not only was he a cowboy, he became sheriff. Well, he was a sheriff's deputy, but yeah. I should have clarified, but same uh, thing. He was still a lawman. Um, Alright, let's switch over to Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, um, he was in, he was uh, like a local politician in like Tennessee, and then... In the War of 1812, when it broke out, uh, he was head of the Tennessee militia, and 
He later became a major general in the war. And he won a couple battles in the War of 1812, but his most, his biggest battle, the Battle of New Orleans, was uh, he beat the British. And to many, it felt like it was the turning point of the war. But there was a little problem with it. He, he won the war two weeks after the United States had signed a peace treaty with Great Britain to end the war. Okay. So that's sort of like... Like you know, after a game like a uh, football game, so with someone taking the uh, the football and scoring a touchdown. Yeah. He even did a little dance after they won too. <laughs> like fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> he did like the moonwalk and he took like a football and slammed it into the uh, the British general's face. You know, it was, was kind of odd, but he, it, flew, it he flew into outer space and smiled at the camera. Yeah, he did a little wink. I needed it elsewhere. <laughs> it's then, like he. Really matching it up, it seems like, like when you think about it, Teddy Roosevelt is sort of like the Batman of politics, uh-huh. and Andrew Jackson is like the Superman. Uh-huh. Except there's hey, no kryptonite for Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Except maybe polio. I don't think Andrew Jackson ever had polio, but that's historically inaccurate, MB. Is it? Yeah, get, get that shit right. Yeah. So, yeah, God, God forbid I get something wrong in a in a matchup between a fictional <laughs> Superman esque. Yeah, uh, they're real, Jackson. damn it, they're real. <laughs> All right, let's see. Back to Roseville. Uh, after he fucked around in Montana, uh, not Montana. I'm sorry, the Dakotas. He came back to New York, and uh, he ran for mayor. He lost the election as mayor, but um, he later became police commissioner, the New York Police Department's first police commissioner. And he waged war against corruption, and he really cleaned up the NYPD, and he sort of turned them into like a more modern uh, crime-fighting enterprise. And so, I feel like you see he was Batman. I feel like he's he's Batman and James Gordon rolled into one. That is in some awesome. regards. He stayed as NYPD uh, commissioner for a couple of years until the Spanish-American War. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I'll go ahead and say that. Um, he was under. He was like assistant to the secretary of the navy during the Spanish-American War, and he quit when the war broke out. He quit, and he he started his own group of volunteer cavalry officers. You know, they call them the Rough Riders. Oh shit! And they're famous for they did a batshit crazy charge during the American during the Spanish uh, so Spanish-American War, and. They fought, and Roosevelt, he won a uh, Medal of Honor. I think he's one of only, like, a few presidents to win the Medal of Honor. But, of course, he won his posthumously. Like, he, for some reason, they didn't award it to him, like, 2001. There you have it. He was, uh, he was like, a colonel, I think, in the military. So they only awarded it to him in modern times? Yeah. That was, like, it, it's kind of interesting. He, he was given the Medal of Honor in 2001, and he... Years later, during World War II, his son got the Medal of Honor. And they're like one of only two father and sons combos to have been awarded the Medal of Honor. So I thought that was, that's pretty badass. That is. Okay. He, uh, he, he whipped those Spaniards. Yeah, that's right. He, 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 I think that's why he's a president after my own heart. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that and the big mustache, which you hope to <laughs> yes. grow one day. The mustache and the beating up of Spaniards and Cubans. I could deal with that. <laughs> now, what does Andrew Jackson see, all right. match up against? Uh, all right. Now, this is... Jackson was famous. One of the things he was famous for after the war was duels. He was in a shitload of duels. I mean, like, you said even the smallest thing about him. 
he would want to do you. I say so. I say so. You have, you have stubbed my toe. We will duel to the death. Pistols at dawn. Pistols at dawn, sir. I, and, or he's like at at a um, like a restaurant. Like I say, sir, this soup is cold. Pistols at dawn with the chef and the waiter. We shall do to the death, sir. So yeah, he was very. You didn't fuck around with his with his dinner order. It sounds more like he has OCD. And he just they just love to kill people. <laughs> yeah, that too. And I that's nothing, something else I get to later with Andrew Jackson. But um, he is, loved to do. It seems like the best presidents in this country's history are the ones that are just absolutely insane. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I don't know though. Yeah, like all right, Jackson was crazy. Roosevelt was crazy. You know, Lincoln liked to cross dress. Uh, <laughs> and they always said George Washington was a kleptomaniac. So yeah. Plus, I mean, John F. Kennedy. You know, he he liked to he liked himself the ladies. Yeah. I don't well, know if that I, really qualifies oh, as insane. That's just sort of awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Jackson liked to do, and he was famous. One of the things, uh, he killed a man in a duel because, like, this guy, he was a newspaper reporter, and his name actually was Charles Dickinson. <laughs> um, no relation to the famous writer, but, uh, see, there was some controversy with Jackson's wife because, like, she had been married before she married Jackson. Yeah. And she'd gotten a divorce. And, you know, divorce back then was scandalous. And uh, she had taken up with Jackson before her divorce was finalized. And so, you know, it was like the talk of the town in uh, Washington when Jackson was, you know, a, uh, I want to say he was a senator at the time. But uh, pretty much they were, everyone in the town was calling his wife a whore <laughs> for getting a divorce and being with the man before, you know, her divorce was finalized. And so. Which? Burner at the stake. Oh, I thought you. Said, I thought you. No, 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 not that kind of witch. Okay, I was like sandwich. <laughs> I heard she did make a good sandwich, but anyway, he insulted Jackson's wife in a newspaper, like gossip column or whatever, and so of course he challenged the man to a duel. And I say so. I say so. That that is not an acceptable form of print. <laughs> Pistols at dawn. Um. So what happened is. Uh, Charles Dickinson, he shot first in the duel. Mm-hmm. He shot Jackson in the chest. Oh, damn. It lies like right underneath his rib cage. And the bullet later on, when they tried to mess with the bullet, it was cl- too close to his heart to, have, to be removed. And so, so that bullet stayed in him for the rest of his life, you know. God damn. And so after, you know, Jackson's shot in the chest, you know, he returns fire and he kills Dickinson. One shot, one kill, kills him, drops him dead, and then, uh, and like I said, this wasn't the first time Jackson had been in duels. He, apparently it was said that he was in so many duels, and he had a bunch of wounds and bullets stuck in his body that, um, that, you know, the reports were that his whole body rattled when he walked. (laughs) Wow. Like, bullets in his body. Yeah. So, there's that for Jackson. He's got that in his corner. Yeah, I I think I take back the Superman thing, because, you know. He would have bounced those off his skin. Yeah, I'd say that if I could think of a good... I'm trying to think of a good superhero. Iron Man, probably, because he's got all sorts maybe. of sh- shrapnel. Yeah, that could, be, that could work. I was thinking, like, maybe Wolverine, just because... Because <laughs> fuck it, that's why. Just an angry Canadian. Yeah, and he was hairy, and... Don't even get me started on the claws. Yeah. He does but, have all sorts of metal on his body. 
Um, so let's see. Back to Roosevelt. Roosevelt, he became he was elected vice president like in I think 1899 or 1900. Soon after William McKinley, the president, was assassinated. Yeah. And so Roosevelt took over, and he took he became president at the age of 42, and he is still the youngest person ever to become president. Kennedy is the youngest person to ever be elected president. I think he was 44, um, but Roosevelt is the youngest to ever be president. So that means all that awesome shit, fighting wars, roping cattle, you know, uh, cleaning up the police force. He did all that before he was 40. That is awesome. And also, you told me a story about the day he was inaugurated. Yeah, well, no, I'm, that's that's another story. Uh, that wasn't the day he was inaugurated. That was... Uh, I was actually mistaken. I got my dates wrong, but uh, that's actually on the list as well. Oh, that was you, actually after he was president. You but, uh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, yes. I tease you. Got, you. you got your dates wrong. We shall, we shall do battle, sir. Um, and speaking of assassination attempts, oh. um, there were a couple on Jackson. <clears throat> One time he was coming out of his some someplace in Washington, he was attacked by a guy, like a guy. Just come up and knocked him down, punched him, you know, and run off. <laughs> uh, you know, they were still trying to work out how to assassinate people. They didn't really get it right until Lincoln, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's, it's not like, it's not an exact science. It's like if you run into a room, kick somebody in the balls, run away, and that's an assassination attempt. <laughs> hey, that's how I do it. <laughs> Fuck you, bap, run. <laughs> You do that about 60 times, they'll, they'll fuck them up eventually. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> and one of his more most famous assassination attempts was uh, this guy. I want to say he was from South Carolina. Uh, some of Jackson's policies had put him out of a job. Yep. And so naturally he was disgruntled. You know how that goes. So um, he went after Jackson with two guns, two pistols. He had Oof. one in his hand and one in his pants. <laughs> in more ways than is one. It, is that a pistol in your pants, or are you just trying to assassinate me? <laughs> yes, it's a pistol, and I'm trying to assassinate you. But uh, the guy, he he aimed at Jackson's point blank range, pulled the trigger, it just clicked, and so he dropped the gun and he picked up and he took his second pistol, point from blank his pants. range from his pants, aimed at Jackson, pressed the trigger, click, misfire, both pistols misfired. When you're trying to assassinate someone and it fucks up, he did what anyone would do. He ran. <laughs> Jackson's entourage, and as well as Jackson himself, they all they chased the man down. They tackled him. They stood him up, and Jackson proceeded to beat the man with a cane, <laughs> trying to kill him. Awesome. And so, uh, I'm surprised you didn't just challenge him to a duel. <laughs> you would think he did, but I guess you know he just wanted to beat him up with a cane. Yeah, I mean, eventually, you know, there's a line you don't cross. It's like, if you're going to shoot someone, do it right. That's that's why he was mad. I don't know why, but when I read the part about like his entourage holding the guy down while Jack's beating with a cane, for some reason, I imagine like Jackson rolling with like a 50s uh, gang of bullies, you know, like guys in like leather jackets. and the Like a bunch of Fonzies. Hair. Yeah, a bunch of Fonzies are like a Biff's gang from Back to the Future. Uh, there's a guy wearing like 3D glasses for no reason. <laughs> And Jackson just, himself is dressed like a '70s pimp. Yeah, yeah, that's the cane, solid gold. Cause after <laughs> he's got he, gold teeth. <laughs> he beats this, the, his would-be assassin. And he's like, "All right, now, 
why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? And then he pimp walks away with his cane. <laughs> and two women join him. Ooh, baby, you awesome. Shut up, baby. I know I am. <laughs> and for some reason, like some funk music from the 70s starts playing. <laughs> Even though this is in like the 1700s. This would have been the 1830s, I think. <laughs> Andrew Jackson, he was a, we were, certain, we're slowly turning him into like a black exploitation character. Andrew Jackson, a f- inventor of funk. Yes. Take that, George Clinton. <laughs> um, uh, so you have that. Yeah, and there's some stuff for Roosevelt. Now, see, his stuff, one of the things that he did when he was president was he was a big reformist. Yep. And he busted up like monopolies. He fought he fought big business and he won. He like railroad companies, steel companies. And he they call him the trust buster because, you know, like you know, antitrust monopolies and stuff. He just he took axe to him and he fucked him up. Oh yeah. Uh <clears throat> and so uh he did that and he ran for president again in his own right after he finished out McKinley's term and he won. And so he ran. He finished his term, and he, you know, he could have run for another term if he wanted to. He didn't, and so he instead opted to go to Africa. And he spent like ten years, or no, ten years. Yeah, I think he spent ten, twelve years in Africa, hunting lions, shooting elephants, and just kicking ass. Yeah, I remember he was uh, big with the uh, koalas. Yeah, well, now he was big on uh, hunting. Uh, the teddy bear. That's where the teddy bear comes from. Yeah. Because uh, the story went that, like, you know, he was a big hunter, but he seemed like a little uh, cub when he was hunting, and he didn't want to shoot him because, you know, he was a cub. Yeah. There's no sport in that. Um, and also, another big thing he did was, uh, like, all the national parks and stuff. He created those, uh, the National Park Service and conservation stuff. He was a big hunt. Like, see, that's one thing I like. He was a guy who knew that the earth was beautiful and needed to be conserved, but you didn't need to be a fucking PETA nut nut job. No. You know what I mean? I mean, he hunted, he ate meat, but he knew that, you know, conservation was the key. He was a manly man, but he was also a man determined to keep the environment safe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wanted to, he wanted the best of both worlds. That's because that's what a lot of he did with, uh, like, industri- industry and stuff, with regulating them. Like, you know, the way they dump stuff and stuff. I think he, he sort of helped create the EPA, if I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Environmental Protection Agency. Suck on that, Al Gore. That's right. Fuck you. Inconvenient truth. Fuck that shit. Teddy Roosevelt made it happen. Oh, yeah. Um, so, let's see. There's that. And um, on to, like, during Jackson's prison, one of the more infamous things he did... There's <laughs> what a thing there's called uh, Trail of... Yeah. Now, this was this was probably, like, the worst thing he did. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, like a real dick move. Um, throughout his life, he hated Indians. He fought yeah. Indians when he was in the military and stuff. Um, and so what he did was he signed this order that, like, in Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, all, like, in the deep south, southeast, um, he would force Indians off their lands. And move them to like reservations in Oklahoma, and uh, the Indians they tried to block it. They even hired a, um, they even hired a lawyer, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court case, and the Supreme Court or well, I don't think it was the Supreme Court. It was a uh, 
it was a federal judge who said that what Jackson was doing was unconstitutional and should be illegal. And then Jackson and, stood up and said, "You sir have offended my honor." Pistols yeah, they do. Well, no, the, well, he he gave the judge a pistol. Andrew Jackson just used like a pocket knife, and he still killed him. <laughs> no, he, he had, just used a cane. He had his, he had his entourage. He threw it at him, and he killed him. <laughs> he had his entourage of fifty uh, style biker. Yeah, they all, they all had uh, they all had like switchblades and stuff. Yeah, and chains. But um, and actually, then he walked away with his body rattling. <laughs> um, actually, when the judge ruled that it was unconstitutional and should be illegal, Jackson, I mean, he said, "All right, okay, well, you made your ruling. Let's see how can you stop me." And so, pretty much, he told the judge, "Fuck you." <laughs> he gave him the big middle finger, and they proceeded to move all the Cherokee, um, Chippewa. Uh, I can't remember all the Indians, but. They proceeded to move them forcefully out of their homelands and to the reservations in Oklahoma. And during the way, like the Cherokee, um, there are like 15,000 that they took from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida. 15,000. Of the 15,000, 4,000 died on the journey to Oklahoma. And so... Why? Pretty much... What? Why? Why? Yeah, well, just because a lot of a lot of it they said was maybe you know poor conditions. It was cold um, during that time. I mean, they were being forced to go, and some of them they maybe said like died of like broken hearts and stuff. Oh uh, well, I mean, that's that's like Lucas territory. Um, <laughs> well, I mean that that I mean, but it still doesn't doesn't I mean change the fact that Andrew Jackson maybe had a hand in genocide. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's stupid that someone would force the, the Indians to do anything because this was their land way before it was ever ours. Yeah. Someone should have told him that, but of course, if he would, I imagine like if anyone would have brought that up, he would have just challenged them to a duel or beat him with his cane. Like, yeah, Fuck you, I'm the president. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Huh? What are you gonna do? Can't do nothing, motherfucker. <laughs> Goddamn president. Um. And so, then he signs an order that says no pussies allowed in America. <laughs> yeah, and then that guy gets uh, uh, exported. Yeah, he dies of hypothermia on the way. But um, they do call that that um, that uh, journey to Oklahoma the uh, Trail of Tears. You know, that's what it's sort of been known for. Uh, big thing with a lot of Indians. Um, yeah, that that guy was a dick. He was a dick, and. The last thing I have was um, Roosevelt, after his presidency in 1912, um, he was uh, he there was an assassination attempt on his life. Yeah. And so oh, this is the story I know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, this guy shot at him. It struck him in the chest. Oh God. But uh, it, he was lucky because it hit him like in his left coat pocket and what Roosevelt, Roosevelt had like his eyeglass case and he had a folded up speech in his pocket the speech was about 50 pages long oh jeez and so the bullet it, it that slowed the bullet down it still broke the skin and got lodged in his chest but it never hit his heart yeah um there was a there was panic you know there was chaos going on and like you know I think some people grabbed the guy and they arrested him and he's like quiet now quiet now it was I just I was just shot. That was all I was, you know. 
He's like, you know, fuck that guy. I'm I'm fine. I'm still breathing. <laughs> and he said, um, he said it takes more than just one bullet to bring down a bull moose, and that was sort of his, you know, his uh, nickname was the bull moose. And so, with a bullet lodged in his chest, he proceeded to continue and with his speech. He finished his speech. He went to the uh, he went to the doctor or to the hospital. They looked at the bullet and he told him to leave it there because he liked it. He wanted it, he thought it was a nice keepsake. <laughs> Have a bullet stuck in his chest. That's awesome. Um, and uh, there's two things I wanted to mention about both of them. Uh, famous quotes uh, like, have you ever heard? Roosevelt's famous quote was like his policy when it comes to dealing with people was um, speak uh, speak softly and carry a big stick, <laughs> which meant hey you know you know be calm be cool you know just do what you need to do be diplomatic, but when the shit starts going down, fuck somebody up. Oh yeah, which is something I can I can kind of well well you with. you don't like you don't go into in any situation diplomatically, you just come in with a big stick and start, yeah. start beating someone to death. Fuck talking softly, just use a big stick. That's <laughs> Andrew Jackson diplomacy. Yeah. Um, and that was his one of his famous quotes. And one of Jackson's famous quotes was, uh, some backstory on this, uh, two of the more, most powerful men in uh, Washington, D.C. at the time was Henry Clay. Henry Clay was Speaker of the House of Representatives. And John C. Calhoun. John C. Calhoun, uh... He did a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm not sure what he was at this time. He had been uh, president, uh, vice president under John Quincy Adams. Uh, you know, John, I think we talked about this before. John C. Calhoun is from my neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, grew up in South Carolina. My town. I was. I was. I'm from. Is named after or named after his brother. But um, I can't remember. I'm trying to look and see what John C. Calhoun did back then. Uh, I don't think he. Let's see. I think. Yeah, see, he wasn't doing anything right then, but he was still in Washington, D.C., um, and he later became, you know, he was senator of South Carolina until he died. But anyway, um, John C. Calhoun and Henry Clay were two of the more powerful men in Washington, D.C. And so, on in Jackson's last day in office as president, a reporter asked him if he had any regrets as president. And he said his only two regrets were that he had been unable to shoot Henry Clay or hang John C. Calhoun. <laughs> wow. And so, let's see. I think with that, I've given you all the facts I can about both presidents. And since you're you're sort of the one who's unaffiliated or just, you know. Unbiased. Heard, yeah, unbiased. You've heard all the facts. Now, I want your ruling, MB. If John C. Calhoun and Teddy Roosevelt were to fight, who John would C. John C. Calhoun. I'm not John C. Calhoun, shit. Andrew Jackson. John C. Calhoun would just be sitting there watching, looking like a goat. <laughs> you fuck up. Hey, fuck you, man. I, hey, all these names, all these dates to remember, fuck you. You wouldn't remember half this shit. Oh, no, not at all. I would have I given up like halfway through. Um, some some people did um, this, and and, uh, and and then this happened, and I, I don't... Ah, oh, fuck it. Just, yeah. yeah, whatever. Fuck you, I'm... I'm going to take a nap. Okay, Andrew Jackson versus Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. Like I said, you've heard all the facts. Both war heroes, both batshit crazy. <laughs> one was kind of a dickhead, and the other one was pretty cool. 
Yeah, he was. I was I was waiting for you to bring up something that Roosevelt did that was kind of a dick move. Uh he probably did somewhere. But I mean, I feel like as far as it you know, dick moves are concerned, I don't think like unless like Roosevelt like pushed a pregnant woman down a flight of stairs, <laughs> there's nothing he could really do to uh, chop Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I just I just imagine Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> pushing a pregnant woman down the stairs yelling, Bully! Bully! Say, say you say you don't want to have a baby, bully, and he just pushes him. Oh no, he kicks her. That's more appropriate. Um, I'll say this: he may not kick the pregnant woman down some stairs, but uh, he did kick William Howard Taft down some stairs. William Howard Taft was his president, vice president, and uh, Taft was the fastest president we ever had. He was like three hundred something pounds. Yeah, he got stuck in the White House bathtub. He was so fat. <laughs> wow. I think I think Roosevelt attacked him because he thought he was a moose <laughs> or a whale. Was he drunk? No, nah, I think Taft just waddled into the he waddled into the White House uh, to the Oval Office. And <laughs> I say, give me give me a musket. <laughs> Here comes an elephant. Bullet. It's, like, it's like just some fat dude walking into the Oval Office. And Roosevelt just goes into a scramble like. <laughs> like he's just gone, gone back into his hunting mentality. There are two things in this world I can't stand. One is corruption. The other, fatties. <laughs> Obesity is my my bread and butter. Yes. Um. Okay, as far as who would win in a fight. Now you also have to take in, like, all right, the physical characteristics I mentioned earlier. Jackson was taller and skinnier, but he Bills? was almost too skinny. Yeah, but he also could withstand multiple injuries. <laughs> exactly. He, he he took a bullet to the chest and you know, shrugged it off. But Roosevelt had padding, so that helped him a little bit. Yeah. So it would it would sort of boil down to their tactics almost in a physical fight. Like like you would imagine Roosevelt would go in hard and strong like his his march in the American Spanish Civil War. Yeah. San Juan Hill, he's like Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Just swings wildly. He goes, he goes in with the big stick. Yeah, or like, or he's he's like, uh, you know how you seen like the boxers from like turn of the century? Yeah. Pose that they do where they have like their fists turned up. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're walking around. That's what I think. That's what he'd do. Where Jackson would just swing with his cane. <laughs> I think well, that is that. That's kind of dependent. Would Jackson have his cane or not? Um, well, you, you figured he always has his cane. That's what I was going to say, because he kind of, it's like a Jedi without a lightsaber. Yeah. Because all our dude who can just do fancy magic tricks, you know, without the lightsaber. Yeah. It's, it's nothing really special. But Roosevelt also, he also has, like, you talk about, like, just the sheer... Like, if it was an unfair fight, like, if Jackson all of a sudden decided, okay, I'm going to bring in my entourage and we're just going to fuck you up, <laughs> Roosevelt think, would have an army behind him. Yeah, he'd have the Rough Riders. Yeah. I mean... He's like, my, you, might, you may have a bunch of uh, uh, greaser punk from the 50s, but I have fucking cavalry officers on horses. Let's do this shit. Suck my dick, Jackson. <laughs> Bully. Bully. Uh, That's how he ended every sentence. <laughs> I like to imagine he did. I gotta give it to Roosevelt because he's bigger. He's he wasn't afraid to take charge. 
you know, Andrew Jackson, you know, he was crazy and everything, and he would have dueled with anyone at the drop of a hat, but Roosevelt sounded like he just would have gone in and just, he would have taken Jackson out before the fight even started. So you say Roosevelt, he would have went hard into motherfucking Andrew Jackson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. He goes hard. Roosevelt don't fuck around. No, he doesn't. And uh, Jackson, unfortunately, is probably too brittle to fight back. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all Roosevelt would have to do, like, smack him, like, where one of his wounds were. were. His arm Drive that fall bullet. off. <laughs> It'd be like, have you ever seen uh, Monty Python, uh, The Black Knight? Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's what it'd be like. Jackson would, like, knock off. I mean, Roosevelt would knock off Jackson's arm. He's like, Jackson. come on, you son of a bitch. It's just an arm. Come on. I got another one. It's Fuck like you. all this blood is coming out. Yeah. You <laughs> pussy. It's just it's just his mouth. Like, his mouth has been separated from the rest of his body. His mouth's just moving while Roosevelt just walks away. Come on, you motherfucker. I'll bite you. I'll bite your fucking ear off. <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, Jackson's perseverance and just the fact that he could have withstood anything might have won him the fight. I, I gotta say, this is more evenly matched than Hitler yeah. versus Stalin, but I still gotta give it to Roosevelt. Okay. One thing, too, what I would say maybe would help, too, is if we compared, like, uh, like, say, if we pick, like, a time period, like, would you say they would fight when they were in younger or when they were both president, like, at the same age that they were both, or at the ages that they were when they were president? I think it would have been irregardless. Uh, Roosevelt would have won. Okay. Cause, because, like you said, like, all the awesome stuff that he do- did, mostly, was before he was even 40. That's true. And when he was older, he hunted for sport, and also he took a bullet. And he shrugged it off, continued his speech, and then kept the bullet as a souvenir. So it's like, what's Jackson got versus that? A lot of bullets. Yeah, true. And some genocide. Yeah. I love the smell of genocide in the morning. He hated the Indians. Yeah. Well, you know, I come to the territory. It was, it was, I mean, in his defense, I'll say this, but it was the 1800s, I mean... Everybody hated the Indians. Yeah. I guess you do have to take into the fact that, you know, we may say it like it's terrible now, but back then it probably would have been, you know, celebrated. Yeah. Uh, except by the Indians. But, hey, they got casinos, so. <laughs> it all comes back full circle. They got casinos, and now they're getting into uh, money lending. Oregon. You know, they're pretty much loan sharks now, so. Yeah, I mean... When you think about it, Indians are better off than Andrew Jackson's legacy because, you know, he was president, but it's like he's getting his ass kicked by Roosevelt. Yeah. Roosevelt's just, he's got him like in a, uh, he's got him in a headlock, like rubbing his head. Say uncle. Now say uncle. Bully. Say uncle. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, that's what, that's how Roosevelt, anytime he had sex with a woman, he'd always end it with, uh, 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 bully. (laughs) You're with a child now, madam. (laughs) Excellent. <laughs> then he kicks her down the stairs. <laughs> uh, why did you do that? I'm toughing him up. He has to be a Roosevelt. Bullet. Bullet. You know, I mentioned his son. I thought about it. Yeah, the he guy won who, the Medal of Honor as well. Yeah, and um, too. yeah he won the Medal of Honor because uh, he was a general at this time uh, That um, when Normandy happened. Yeah. And he was the only general to make a beach landing. Oh, dang. Um, and so with the German machine guns flying and stuff, he was out there, 
You know, he was in his he was born in 1887. Yeah. And he was uh 60, he was he was, no he was 56 at the time. And he, you know, he was out there in the midst of the sand and the machine gun fire directing people where to go. Yeah. And he I think he late he died uh after right after D-Day because um he died of a heart attack though. Mm-hmm. He didn't die of like a what you call it? Yeah, he had heart he died of a heart attack cuz he fought World War One. He had injuries, and so he was on the beach, hobbling with a cane. <laughs> and so, just, just a mental image of this dude, like just, just like going at an old man's pace while like explosions are happening behind him. He, mm-hmm. It doesn't even phase him because he's a Roosevelt. Yeah, I mean, not only was Teddy Roosevelt bad badass, but his sperm was badass. <laughs> Every part of him was badass. Exactly. You know, I, I'm pretty sure, like, if I fought Teddy Roosevelt's spleen, I would get my ass kicked. If you if you opened up his uh, cranium and found his brain, his brain would have the inscription on it of bully. Bully. And it ha- it'd have a mustache as well. <laughs> it would have its own facial hair. Yeah. That's how awesome he is. Even his brain has facial hair. And then, for some reason, inside his head, there'd be a pistol and he'd shoot at me. <laughs> I say, look, it's a wild boar. The brain starts hobbling away, flopping away towards me. No! Yeah, that's another thing that puts the whole fight in Roosevelt's favor, is that he would probably mistake Jackson for, like, a, an, an ostrich or something. Yeah. It's a wild it's a wild bird. Give me my pistol. I see. It's a wild bird. Boy! <laughs> I wonder if I could ride it before I kill it. <laughs> like, yeah, before the fight, he's trying to, like, pee back ride Jackson. <laughs> Jackson's swinging at him with his cane. <laughs> he's he's waving his cowboy hat. And, and while while this is happening, Lincoln Lincoln and uh, Washington are watching from the shadows <laughs> as Jedi ghosts. Je- yeah, they're Je- And for some reason, Hayden Christensen's with them. <laughs> the fuck are you doing here? That's what Lincoln says. The fuck are you doing here? Obi Wan, I want to be back. <laughs> Help me, Lincoln. <laughs> And Washington's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> he throws his wooden teeth at Hayden <laughs> throws his wooden teeth, And they just, they they fade away, and Hayden Christensen's left by himself as a force ghost crying. And that's how uh, George Lucas ruined Star Wars, and American history. And that was this edition of, uh, of Historical Fight Club. Historical Fight Club. The first rule of Historical Fight Club is, you tell people about Historical Fight Club, because it's history. People need to know this shit. Yeah. So, uh, you gonna cook another one of these up? Um, yeah, I'll probably wait. I'll wait four more episodes. <laughs> that'd, be kind of, that'd be kind of a neat thing to do, is that every four episodes we do this. I've, I think I've already got one. Uh, Gandhi versus Martin Luther King. Oh, shit. Two, non-pacif- two, two, uh, two non-violent pacifists against each other. <laughs> I think, spoiler alert, Martin Luther King wins because he's black. And so he cheats is what you're saying? Yeah, I guess I was going. I was just. I was going with the theory that uh, black people are better at fighting. But okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> Mine is more racist. Yeah, they're both equally racist. So yeah. So uh, you think that's about it? I'd say that's about it. That's 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 all I that's all I have, sir. You have uh, you have bested my honor, sir. Pistols Shall we do? Dog. Yes, we we will do after this episode, sir. Bully. Bully! <laughs> Hayden Christian's off the side.
<laughs> I love you, Padme. Dude, chill the fuck out. Tune in next week. Same MB time, same bird channel. With their mission accomplished, these glamorous figures vanish as suddenly as they appear.